right, everyone, welcome back to Craft and Girl Podcast. We are back at Stanley's Cigar Lounge in Washington Avenue in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we got a very special episode tonight. We are here for the Rocky Patel event with the uh, one and only uh, Nish Patel. He will be on the podcast here in a little bit. We'll get that party in. We'll say him what's up. Um, we got some fun whiskey, actually something we've never done on the podcast, um, which the cowboy will get into. Uh, the Viking, I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, I just took a yeah, drink. Yeah, it's a good but step. Hey, uh, no, we're looking forward to it tonight. Um, I'm Hodge Bourbon Cowboy, and we have the Russian with us tonight, and we've got some guests, like the whole family's in here tonight. I got my yeah, brother there's a from... a bunch of fucking Hodges in here. Yeah. So we got my brother <laughs> and his wife, Aromi and Jenny from Florida, and then my sister uh, they don't remember from the other here. side of the river. So um, what we're going to try to do tonight on the podcast is we, I was in here probably, I don't know, two weeks ago, and we met a fifth generation uh, nearest, and nearest in Uncle Nearest, Nearest Green, who uh, was a slave, I guess, back in 1856. Was, and, uh, and the Jack Daniels, how to distill Kentucky whiskey, or Tennessee whiskey. Put together the uh, the mash bill for, uh, for uh, uh, who am I thinking of? Jack Daniels. Yeah, Jack Daniels. Anyway, so they came out with this, I don't know what year, I think it's been within a year, or maybe a little more, of this Uncle Nearest, 1856, it's a hundred proof, and I've had it. It's delicious. So we're gonna spotlight that tonight, and we're hoping that the fifth generation nearest is gonna sit in with us and tell us a little bit about how he found out and that he was a fifth generation. And then they're having the Rocky Patel uh, event tonight with uh, Rocky Patel cigars, and Nish is gonna hopefully sit in with us and let him say a few things because he's always fun so yeah uh the mad rush is here say hello hello <laughs> uh, there he is <laughs> That's that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna copyright that laugh the oh shit i'm surprised but i knew it was coming laugh no i'm kidding um so we we were we were kind of getting everything set up and we fired up some cigars and we set them down and then we uh picked up some of the rockies being offered tonight I'm smoking the Sun Grown Maduro, the Special Reserve Lancero. Um, a phenomenal cigar. I think this cigar in a Lancero, I don't think this tobacco works in any other Vitolas. I think in the Lancero is the only way to go. I know it is a special release. Um, all I mean by that is it's, I know it's produced every year, but it's a limited box quantity. You know, so just because that. If your shop's got the other three or four Vitolas, doesn't mean they're going to have the uh, the Lancero. Um, beautiful cigar, though. And we'll get a good picture of this and everything. Um, Cowboy, well, you guys are smoking the same thing, right? Well, well, we're going into these. Yes. I am smoking. I, I bought Nisha's Bold, which I've had those before. I'm smoking the ALR. Uh, the ALR2. I just got kind of going on that. We got going a little early, but I've gotten the bold. Well, we're going to be smoking a bunch of them tonight. Yeah, tonight's going to be uh, an eight cigar night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird. When I worked events, it was an eight to ten cigar night. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> so, four or five. Nah, listen. Who knows? 
You're weird as fuck. Find out. <laughs> so everyone's getting cut up. We are back here at Stanley's, which is awesome. Uh, we took over. If you've been to Stanley's, we're kind of in the uh, focal point little diner booth here. Um, we're going to have some good, good line of sight for tonight. It's going to be pretty good. Uh, we got a surprise for the Stanley family tonight. We are throwing them uh, a custom sign, which is pretty cool. Um, you guys can see one at Lit. Is it on our, do we have one on our podcast? It's channel? not up yet. I haven't done it yet. The image, when everyone's, the image is up. This image is up, but the, the, the canvas itself is not there yet. So, uh, let's jump into this thing. We got the Uncle Nearest Sport. Now, this is the 1856. This is the 100 proof. Now, there is a white label, is it 1845, the white label? I don't know. It's a 96 proof, but there is another one. And I'm not sure if it's 100 proof. It may be 90 proof. No, the, the other one the is label. not. The white label is not 100 proof. Um, the 1856 is the white label. And it's 90 proof, if I'm not mistaken. It is 93. And then the 1856 is the 100 proof. Um, so, yeah, I've actually, I've only had the white label. I had that with LeVar Douglas, who everyone will meet on the podcast soon at some point. Um, so I'm interested to have this. Now, the funny thing is, all at the same time that the Cowboy was hanging out here, meeting a nearest green fifth-generation relative, I'm sitting down with LeVar Douglas, the brand ambassador for Uncle Nearest. Works directly, is employed by Uncle Nearest Distilling. And we're talking this and that, this and that, and I snap a picture of, of if you guys remember, I sent it to our little group. Yeah, chat, that was crazy. And I sent it over. And I was like, "Have you guys ever heard of this Uncle Nearest thing?" And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And 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 cowboy style at nine o'clock that night, six hours later. Well, I was hanging out with this guy all day, <laughs> but it was funny because we were hanging out. We were twenty-five miles away at the same point in time meeting two different individuals that are directly involved with the production and the, the family and all of that behind. Uh, I really hope that we can sit down with this individual because just hearing that story from Lavar was insane, but to hear it from a family member. Well, then he he's only found out about this a short time ago. What's crazy about is to find out that he is a fifth generation. Uh, descendant of Nears, but what he's doing in his life before he even knew any of that. Right. And uh, so there's no sense of me getting into it when he gets in here, we'll let him uh, tell the story and, and so forth. Well, let's well, let's, let's cheers these cheers up and uh, get into there. it because you guys have never had this, right? I've nope. never had this. Yes. I've had the 93 proof, but not this. I wanted to wait until this anyway. I right. Well, this is what Lamar pulled out of his Jeep. Well, like I said, I've had it before. Again, it's got all the good little caramel. Little, yeah, you know little, what's interesting about that? Hearing the, the original uh, Mirror's Green um, taught Jack Daniels, the Jack Daniels, to distill Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Um, this has all the good stuff that Jack Daniels does. 
You know what I mean? Like all of that caramel is there, the corn ford is there, that that like almost like um like street corn from Mission Taco. Yeah. Kind of like sweet and creamy. That's what that unless you've been to Mission Taco in St. Louis or you've been, you know, SoCal, I don't think you really know what, what street corn uh, may be. Uh, but it is, it's wavy, it's creamy, it's got a, a, it's caramel corn. There you go. It's caramel corn. That's what it tastes like. Well, the crazy and again, thing 100 too. proof, smooth sailing, boy. And this is Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee and how many have we said from Tennessee that we really like? This will make one, I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to make one. Yeah, I think I have uh, it, of all the, the, the whiskey categories, the ones that are that are really underrepresented or maybe even unrepresented in, in my collection are Canada and Tennessee. I just I, I haven't come across a whole lot that I really like. I mean I, I have I have stuff from Canada that, that was blended with with American stuff. And that's totally different. I, I I don't really know a whole lot of Canadian. I met a girl from Canada that was blended with American stuff. <laughs> Side humor. Side humor. Matthew McConaughey movie. Well, right? there's a little book. So I, is that the McConaughey movie? So, so I've yeah. so I've grown accustomed to when I saw when I, when I see the, the the burgundy on the label like that. I. I I was expecting that it would have um, a secondary finish, uh, sherry port, and and it and it it it, it doesn't. So I was kind of I was expecting it to have that sort of. Doesn't Maker's sweetness? Mark have this emblem? I don't think so. And by the way, because I always do this, the bottle's gorgeous. Uh, whoever put it together really did a nice job. It's different than a lot of what we see, and I think they really did a good job with it. It's kind of a dark purple band with the uncle nearest and the actual house. Well, I guess but, it's stated. But you know what I'm talking house. about? Like if you looked at you um, at Rabbit Hole, for example, their their bottle that uses a similar color is their sherry finish. No, I'm sorry, it's port cask finish, and so. This one, I, I'm not saying that, that it's lacking for not for not having that. It's it's. No, I think that's a cool and actually, you know what? This would be a good question for Lavar whenever we get him. But this is I don't Lavar Lavar Douglas. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. This right here, I don't even think that came into mind. They weren't. I don't think that was even, and it could have been a play. You know, I just think that's you know the color means something to some way. Uh, well, and. Oh, here you go. Sorry. Distilled in small batches, handmade in Tennessee, maple charcoal filter. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that, that it's actually flavored by, by, by maple. Like, for example, there's a local... One, one, no, it's, one, it's, one, it's a maple tree that's not turned into coal. Yeah, but, but I mean, but people always... Like, there's a, there's a local distillery that, that, um, that, that uses uh, coconut charcoal. And, and it's always funny when I'm, when I'm sitting there and, and somebody says, oh yeah, I, I, I can taste that, that coconut sweetness. And the guy's like, that's not possible. He's like, I, I can give you a piece of the charcoal and you can put it in your mouth. You're not going to taste any coconut. No, no. Well, it says here on the back, it says, uh, Uncle Nearest helped perfect the distinctive maple charcoal filtering process that exemplifies the best of American whiskey. 
do we know anymore at this point of my effort? No. No. No, we do not. Um, I have to say, Maybe I think that's, that's the yeah. first time I've seen maple charcoal filter. Yeah. I don't think I... I, I can't I, think of another example of that either. I'm kind of running my mind. I don't think so. You know, we've seen, you know, like the stave experimentals that Buffalo Trace did with barrel char levels and types of char used, but I've never actually seen written maple maple uh, charcoal filter. That's that's unique. Uh, because that's going to add a different feature to it. It's not, like I said, it's not going to make it maple-y, but it's the, the sugars in that wood, that type of wood. You know, it's like when you're smoking meat, you have apple, pecan, hickory, maple, uh, fern, all, each one of those attracts, attaches to different meat different ways because of the sugars and the wool, you know? Um, well, this, the ALR that I'm smoking is, it's just a good, consistent, mild, and this pairs really well with this because you get that kind of, well, now we know, maple kind of flavor. Well, I still, I still think it's, oak. it's, yeah, still and, think it's uh, common. But it really pairs with this cigar. How's your uh, sun grown? So with the, this sun grown with this, so if now I, if this were a hundred proof and hot, it wouldn't work. But this is a hundred proof and smooth sailing. This literally brings on a semi-sweet, like the caramel, or maybe it's maple now that we're talking about, that sits on your palate and all that goodness that finishes. And being that it's in a Lancero, that Maduro wrapper is more prominent. There's a lot of it. So there's a lot of chocolate and like, uh, when I say spice, I don't mean like, you know, we usually say like pepper or anything like that. It's more of like uh, carne spice, right? Or a, a heated base where it's, 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 it's bitey. It's bitey, but, yeah, it's, but it's, it's good. It's just the right amount of, uh, it's smooth. It's just got a, just enough of that alcohol bite and a little bit of that oak, you can tell that it's been in the oak barrels for... This is, this is, it's, uh... Oh, it doesn't tell you. No. Well, 100 proof, it's at least four years, bro. Well, oh, it's it not could a be 100 proof, not a but not four yeah, years. Sorry, but, bad. yeah, they don't say bottle and bond on it. It's still so vegetated. Yeah. Anyway, it was aged in oak barrels and everything, but... Surprisingly enough, I mean, I enjoy it. It's pretty damn smooth, and with the cigars we're smoking right now, I like it. Yeah, and I gotta. I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I may end up, guys. I'm being honest. I might be smoking these. I might end up buying that that box there. I'd smoke these things all fucking night. Yeah, I'm gonna be excited to do one of those later. I haven't had. Um, I actually ha haven't smoked this cigar in. I can actually remember. I smoked this at IPCPR in 2019. I smoked it at the at the Rock and Tell booth with uh, with Will Jackson from Rock. I'm sorry, yeah, from Rock and Tell. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to pick up one of those. I've never even dude, tried they're that. they're and, at the, and I'll tell you this right now, the price point they're sitting tonight, buy them. I have seen I have seen this Lancero as high as twenty one fifty a stick. Well, they're fourteen did. tonight. I'm interested in doing it because I've had the regular, like the Robusto. Yeah, yeah. But just like when we did AJ Fernandez one night. And I told you I had the Lancero, and I said I thought it was the best stick out of anything I smoked that night. See, Lanceros are very fun when you're trying to expand. Like, Lanceros are always fun for me when a guy like you 
So in the Bourbon Cowboy and all of us started hanging out, this man did not smoke anything under 60 ring gauge. Nothing. It's always fun to find someone that, and he still fancies his 60s, but you take them and you drop them down to a 38 or a 42 that's eight inches long and they go, oh, I'm used to 60s. He didn't respond this way, but most people like, oh, I'm used to 60s. No, this ain't. And they smoke this and they go, oh shit, it's, it's stronger. That's not stronger in, in strength. It's not strength stronger, but it's the body. The smoke is so much thicker. Yeah, but how much of that do you think is just that cigar bravado, that, that idea that I'm not going to smoke a pinky size? Oh, that's bro science, dude. Oh, there's straight totally that straight up. But also, it has to have that complexity. I mean, that's the only way I can put my finger on it. But when you smoke a cigar, you're just not smoking tobacco and air. I mean, there's a complexity you can... You can find just like with a good bourbon, you can taste some of the complexity in the cigar. But you're getting more of the wrapper one in that, right? Yeah, you you attain more of the actual um, wrapper. Usually, like a lot of people say that wrapper has a lot of the, the flavor. Again, this is semi bro science, right? What's the first part about the cigar that touches your lips? You're not putting the binder on your lips. You're not putting the, it's the it's it, it's the wrapper itself. A lot of the contact taste is the wrapper. Now in a Lancero, where that changes is the predominant leaf on this cigar is wrapper leaf, okay? Because of how long it is and how tight it's wrapped. So you're actually tasting the wrapper as it burns. And that's where like in this Maduro, you're getting a lot of that, where like the professional, I'm doing my air quotes here, the professional tasters will say like dirt or barnyard or, uh, or barn wood, you know, they're trying to give it a dirty. That's that, like the mud pie idea, right? The the crumble, that's that sweetness that's not exactly sweet. But as it sits around and dances and you let it out and you're talking and you go, that that's that wrapper. So have you Boom. said what type wrapper's on there? Maduro. Wow. What I mean is the it's sun grown, but is it a, a Nicaraguan sun grown? Um, I'm not going to look this up. I do believe this is Rocky's is Nicaraguan. No, this is a sun grown Maduro. Um, probably from Nicaragua. Nicaragua. The binders are probably Honduran, I think. Uh, but the thing about so sun grown. Let's answer that question real quick. Sun grown simply means that the entire time this tobacco was seeded grown, peeled, and hung in the sun. It was never shaded. So it's all done, it's exposed outside constantly. What that does is the more sunlight that constantly hits a leaf, Maduro's it faster. It saves a lot of those oils and holds everything in it. So it's always, it was always darker in that process? If it's sun-grown, like if you take a Maduro wrapper, like this is a Maduro wrapper. You know, it's not dramatic at all. But it is distinct. This is dark chocolate. That's Hershey. You know, that's the best way to look at it. But if that was the same, if like this was a 660 Sun Grown Maduro, which they have, yep, that's going to taste different. Uh, way different. It'll yeah. be. It could be. It literally could be. You could have the exact. exact what I, that's why exact, I sat down. Yeah. Is because of the flavors. Yeah, it's it's like it's like we talked about when we smoked that um, 15 year Bellicosa from Tatuaje at Lit that we ordered some boxes of. That cigar 
through and through, um, smoke three, four a night. Don't give a shit. Don't matter. When I smoked that Solomon, it was so good the first two, three inches. But then it's like, dude, it's the same tobacco. Oh, it just there's too much of a too much of a good thing is bad, right? There can be too much, man. You know, and there can be too much. Usually taking for those who are gonna get a little dry. At some point. Alright. So yeah. Mark, what are you thinking, dude? Is it? What? Sorry, I was no, they brought it. We, we just had uh, Mary come we over got, and give we us got some raffle little tickets. raffle tickets. We're going to give away a $500 yeah, you uh, hand Stanley's out. gift card. There's one for Janine. There's one for me. There's one for you. There's one for you. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, I hope... George gets here and we get a chance to talk to him so he can expand on this, but I'm really happy with that. Yeah, so far I gotta say um, this is something that I really look forward to picking up, uh, moving around. Um, this is a very, very good. Very good. I, I really, really like this. And, and it's weird because as we're sitting here talking, I am kind of going through the Rolodex in my head and when I think Tennessee whiskey, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a Tennessee whiskey that has been so well put together, and that I'm like, yeah, I want to have that. I want, you know, but I, I, I can't. But I don't, I don't. God, I could have sworn we've had it, uh, but George, where's George? We probably Deckard? haven't because this has been unopened in my vault. And I will tell you right that. now. We, we, at least on here, this has never happened. Yeah. And the only time other than now that I've had Uncle Nearest was with the bar at Montre's that same day that you were meeting George. It was just a, a thing, you know? Oh, cool. Cool. So, so how are you enjoying it? I remember the first time you had the AOR. Uh, we were down, no, I'm sorry. We were down at the farm and I gave... The Russian the ALR, the yes. ALR too. It was the night that we made our concert. Well, here's the story behind this ALR is the last time Niche was in, we had this uh, party playing at Seven Gables over in Clayton. And uh, Niche was gonna come in and then two things happened. They shut it down uh, for COVID the, the night before. And then also, um, it rained like hell. And the, the yeah. event was out, so it was going to be canceled either way. Stuff. So uh, we ended up having a lot of his stuff down here, and I bought a lot of the product and uh, put it in our uh, humidor vault for uh, future for future parties. But it uh, uh, it smoked really well. It's a, just a great mild. The ash burns good. Everything about it is fantastic. I think. Yeah doesn't have like you know you know me i like spicy i like bold but for what we're well, drinking right now this is pretty and good. that's what's strange to me and i'm it, and again it all comes down to the tobacconist at the shop who's doing what the only big body cigar the the punch up there is the decade it's the only thumper man 
Like this, this, this Sungroon will definitely be second in the Lancero. I will say that right now. Uh, now, Nisha is bold because this is the second rendition of the bold. Now, we are going to smoke one of these tonight, obviously, with Nish, but we we did feature one of these on the podcast of when the Seven Gables event got canceled. We did smoke them, and we did talk about the difference in how when the bold originally came out, it was, the, it was one of those things where the name, I, in my opinion, ruined it because it wasn't a power puncher. It wasn't. It was it was more mild. It was a good cigar. Um, some had construction issues and stuff like that, but they revamped it. And this, the bold is now bold. It is a, a medium to medium full. Yeah, the one I got is a six and a half by fifty two. Anyway. So we're going to be visiting these all all, all night tonight. I, I will say that speaking of bold, I have to tell you guys that uh, if, if we haven't already talked about it, the Tahoeajes that uh, Mark got me involved with, I'm really loving them. And I found a uh, down at Grant Crew the other night. I got three or four of the surrogates and uh, the animal, the animal crackers. crackers. And you talk about bold bang, dude! Those I told you. Be, I, I told you. They were great. So I was just wondering, what's what's the retail price point of this particular Uncle Nearest expression? Um, I want to say it's in the 55, 56 range. That's a hell of a beautiful bottle. It's in the beautiful range. <laughs> I mean, like and plants used to be. Right, right. So here's what's going to happen, and this is what, and it happens to every good thing, right? This is going to go off. It's gonna, it's gonna go off, and as soon as it does, that fifty-dollar bottle is—that's now gonna be an eighty, ninety-dollar bottle. As soon as that traction grabs and it goes, it's as soon as it's, they, you hear about it on our podcast. Right, as soon as we post it on iTunes, right. it's gonna be fucking, you know, better than ever. Be awesome. So it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna go big. Um, which is which is incredibly exciting. I'm I'm happy about it. So, it's there's something special about Nashville then too because because all the only other the only other Tennessee I was just thinking about it. The only other Tennessee whiskey that that I have I'm gonna have to buy a bottle of this. But um, the only other one I have are are bottles from uh, Greenbrier. And I've I've still never visited them. I've never never really spent any time in Nashville. Now I have. If you guys remember, I brought back, and I almost brought it tonight, the, uh, I, I want to say it's 120 proof, the sherry cast. Yes, you did. The Belmead. And I visited, uh, what was the name of the brewery again? Greenbrier. Greenbrier, Nashville. I went there, really neat place, almost like a, kind of like a stable. It's like an old warehouse, kind of on the south side of Nashville, and, uh, which, I really, really, really hope we can get down to Nashville, spend a couple days, all of us, uh, Craft and Pure podcast, and do some things out there with four heads. I love Nashville. We get down there with brown heads. So they, they just, they, uh, Bell Mead just, just released, uh, uh, well, they re-released their Mouvet um, cast finish. So, but it's only available there. You can buy, so, you know, one, one bottle a person. But I've heard that, that that's some killer whiskey well, we've had the Mavedra 
Oh, I was talking about the the uh, Sherry cast. Yeah, yeah. They um. It, and I thought you you could only get it there. The 100, 120, 125 proof Sherry cast there. And guess what? 125 proof. Guess what it costs? 125 dollars. Okay. So we, they, the, some of those used to come to St. Louis. I mean, before. I I don't want to talk about COVID, but but before COVID, they we used to get more of them in St. Louis, and the reason is. They have uh, uh, one, one of their um, one, one of their brand ambassadors. She's actually the the she was the the president of the uh, Kansas City Bartenders Guild chapter, and she used to make trips to to, to St. Louis, and she brings some of those here. Um, but actually, the, the uh, Kansas City chapter this uh, has, has kind of disbanded. God, I wish we could get a connection of people that are travelers who can pick us, pick us up stuff from time to time. Because one, cigars, we can't always get them. You can get them here, you can't get them here. Same way with bourbon. Some you can get here, some you can't get the other. That's true. I mean, there's always a, it's a rough spot to try and get to them at points, man. You know, um, I think we're lucky enough with some of that, that... Illinois is right over the bridge, so we got it. You know what I mean? It's all there. Well, think about so, Louisville, too. They got Indiana right across the bridge, which is kind of right. cool. Not that Indiana's bringing a whole lot to the table, but... I mean, they got MGP. Yeah. So well, they're, they're, they own that part of the true. table. <laughs> they, uh, Jesus, now that if I it's the Knights of the Round Table, they got, like, six seats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I forgot you know, all about that. Um, but... It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a build-up thing, you know. It's a good. It, we are, even though like Missouri gets everything last in a degree, we have, we have this cool like ten-hour clock that if you drove in a circle, you can find everything you're trying to go after. You know, it's awesome. All right, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I was wrong on this. You have to buy a box of cigars. You're Barry, right? Yeah. I'm Mark, man. Hi, Mark. Nice to meet you, Scott. Nice to meet you. Yeah. There you go. Take it back. Barry's one of the newest members. The leprechaun. Here. There's your yeah. gold. Now, who who pay for us? Right. Right. And right. then those three. They're our other thing. And I was pulling on my. You put them on your table? Yeah. That's why I told Sam. He was like, hey, you pay for them. I said, no. He just told me. I told you, I texted that today. Yeah, I'm done. You know, it's awesome. No, he just wanted to be I've never run out of the tap. I know, man. I, I would put a charge. So, what do you think of the nearest, man? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 think, oh, I think it's great. I, I want to I want to taste some of their other expressions. Already. So, okay. I, I was asking about There's the There's only one other. There's only two expressions. I thought they had three. I thought they had a green label and a white label. Well, looking at Uncle Nearest, because I did want to pull this up to make sure. Uh, let's see, whiskeys. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay. So the one, the, the green label. Um, There's a green label? Yeah, it's the barrel, single barrel edition. Now, so there's I, a third bottle. There's a third bottle. I remember LeVar talking right now. This bottle is not distributed yet. Okay? And as a, it's, it's one of those things where, like, they've done it. They've got it. It's ready, but it's 
and I think this is very smart. They are waiting until brand recognition. Not you don't want not until it peaks, but as it grows, then you drop that single barrel bottle because you don't want what all you know how this works. You're going to draw all the attention away from the previous two expressions. Yeah, because as soon as that single barrel hits, everyone's going to want it. You got to go get it. Like that's the new thing. Let's talk single barrel, right? The new bottle now available to select retailers, Blanton's single barrel, Gold Horse, now available. Uh, Lit received theirs. Um, I know one other place that has it. I don't know if they have it out yet, so off the air we'll talk. Um, it's now available to be poured. Yeah. That originally was not a U.S. release. I want to say Gold was Australia, right? Single barrel. No. Japan. The green Japan. label, green special label is Australia. Is Australia. Japan? No, Japan. Oh, the EU, Europe. Europe was gold. Was gold. Uh, uh, Japan or not? Uh, Japan had a red label. Um, <coughs> so that's that's exciting. That that's. But again, now that that's available, uh, a buddy of mine texted me in, in Hannibal the other day. He picked up two bottles of Blanche for sixty dollars a piece. And the only thing I can equate that to is they must have had one or two bottles of single barrel that were three three fifty a piece, and you know where the draw is going to go. So I, I I I get the only time that I buy Blanton's is um, there's a like I told you guys a local shop when when he calls me he says, he says we got it He's like I, I really respect this there. Instead of charging 125 like like some of the other places, he says, "I'll sell it to you. I'll sell it to you for 55." But you got to come in tomorrow and buy it. So I do. Like whatever I'm doing that day, like. Is that where you had to go yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Where, what did he get yesterday? I don't know. He, he, had, he had told me yesterday we were sitting out. He's oh, like, it's hey. going to be a secret. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to have to leave because i got to make it to a liquor store. So now that I just heard you tell me that, you picked up some Blanche for $55 yesterday. Well, okay, secret agent, man. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You know, that's so funny because I was thinking about that today. It's been so long. I used to have Blanton's open regularly at the yeah. Cowboy Bar. And I think Should that I'm, I'm down to six. We went. Oh, anyway. I gifted some. I gave some away. Well, we had, um, you know, people we had openly had them. that at the Cowboy Bar, and now we finally, I think we took it down to the farm one of the last times that did the land. Yeah, that is true. At the Cowboy Bar, which is non-existent right now, you know. Yeah, well. Tim, the tool man, Taylor, getting at it. We're all uh, remodeling now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, let's see. How, what are we doing here? Well, as you can hear, more people are coming in. It's going to be interesting how this whole night goes because, of course, St. Louis right now has reduced the numbers. So we're down to, is it a 50% capacity? Uh, 50, yeah, 50%. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting because this is a pretty uh, exciting event. When Niche comes in, everybody gets excited and it's a lot of fun because he's yeah. a fun guy to be around. Well, and I'm, I'm yeah, Niche's a, a party animal, man. He's, he, yeah, but, he does his thing. But actually, you know, one of the silver linings of those rules is I'm really happy that, 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 that to see people hanging out on the patio outside because that, that, that wasn't a thing here before. Well, that just recently happened with uh, 
Yeah, uh, am I thinking right? Gambling house? Or? Yep, Sub Zero. That's I recognize the, the, those uh, those chairs. Happy to see them, you know, back in action. And of course, we got a beautiful night. It's fantastic here in St. Louis weather. So everybody, I think they get up to fifty people getting to sit outside tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then forty and something like that. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Patrick's here. He just rolled in. So, so I'm going to walk over. I will be right back. You guys keep it going. I'm going to introduce Patrick to my sister. I don't think he's ever met him. Bring, uh, bring Patrick over. Let's get him to say hello. So uh, how's another up on the earth sound? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do another little four here. Get this thing going. So... Yeah, this is getting, uh, it's kind of funny sitting here, having your cigars hang out, you're starting to see it, it build in. It's, everyone's coming in, the names are getting checked off the list, you know, those who aren't on the list are starting to leave. <laughs> Line up outside and try and draw a ticket spot, um, you know, have some fun with it and enjoy themselves, but it's, uh, it's, it's looking good, man. It's going to be a, a good night. It is a little bit of a shame that you got to kind of tame it down because anyone that hasn't hung out with these, there'll be some video tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll explain to you why this man is, uh, this man is the dude. So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Um, not worried about it. You excited for it or what? Yeah. I, so I, I was, uh, actually I was, I was, I was just texting my my, my, my boss because uh, because this is definitely the kind of event that he would have attended. He lives in he lives in Virginia, and uh, he said he's never met me. She said he met Rocky. So yeah, that's that's what this is for me. Uh, I have been around when Nish was there, but I've never actually shook hands and talked. Um, I've met Rocky a number of times. You know, just you know, work in, in, in right place, right time kind of nonsense. Uh, but this will be fun. I mean, you you know Rocky. You've met Rocky. You know how it rolls. And Nish is the uh, Nish is the with a leash broke. And it's time to get it, man. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be dressed to the nines. You know, if it's gonna be uh, you know, you dress to the nines because if you're ten, everyone stares. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how it goes. So, Pat, how you doing, bro? What's up, brother? Good to see you, my man. How's it going over here? Good, dude. What's up, brother? Good to see you. How you been? How was golf? It was great. Yeah? Good. Perfect weather. The good. golf course is spectacular. Hey, boo-boo. What's oh, no, no. up, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Okay, well, I don't know. How you doing, brother? We grabbed a couple because we were going to smoke. Uh, J9. You want to? You want to sit down? No, 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 no. Huh? So we're working out the all five freebie kind of nonsense right now, guys. Um, this is going to be a good little dance. Oh, I want these guys to be a part of it because we have these. Be right back. Whenever we're doing something, 
So we're giving Keith Patrick here at Stanley's his canvas right now. Oh, nice. Which you guys cool. can see. So. Cheers, bro. Thank you for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for letting us. Yeah, it's a good game. You know, yeah. Perfect setup, right? I know. You're in line, man. You got your beverages. You got your. Well, we, we walk we walk in and we're kind of like, uh, and we don't know which one. You hey, know? Hey, hey. <laughs> you got the crew right here? No. Oh, we appreciate it, So. Uh, the Cowboy Hodge just kind of told Patrick, show him the sign. Uh, oh, you're up on the podcast. Come say hi. Hey, everybody else, you good, man? Uh, yeah, so this this will be a lot of fun. It's going to be a good night. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to smoking some different ones like that one you got tonight. And um, it's going to be a long, good evening. Excited about it. Without a doubt. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a slam filled night. Events are always fun. Um, luckily we, we start the reason we started this podcast before the event is there's gonna be a lot of mingling that happens tonight. Um, we're gonna be up moving, I guarantee dancing happens at some point at speech. You know, we'll figure it out. It's gonna be a, a good good night, without a doubt. So how's that ALR finishing? We did a slight little touch-up on the nearest. I wanted to touch that one more time. Um, Labar says he wished he could be here. Labar has a gift for us at the next podcast. Um, Beautiful. Hopefully we're on that green label. I'm just saying. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, let me... Uh, well, you guys keep this going. I'm going to use the restroom. I'll be back. Get to talk. Uh-oh, Mommy Haji just got here now, too. So, anyway, we're just trying to get everybody's just coming in. Everything's a little bit crazy right now. But, in all probability... We're going to have a few more guests in here. It'll be fun. Hey, Roby, come over and say hi. Oh, wait. Just sit here for one minute. He's getting another beverage. We'll have him sit in. So, hopefully, we did this like last week on the podcast. We had, uh, I think he's got some sort of noise reduction or whatever. So for the first time on the podcast, uh, my brother Roni's in. Hello, town from. Tell us where you where you live. I am from Bonita Springs, Florida. Very good. Well, you're originally yeah. from St. Louis, right? I am from St. Louis. Uh, actually, in Jennings. Yeah. Jennings, Missouri, born and raised uh, till high school, moved to Florissant, and then uh, back over to Illinois, and then now I'm down in uh, Fort, Florida. And what do you do down there for? I'm a water treatment operator for <laughs> Collier County. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway. Wow. So, thank you for the invite. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're glad to have you. So, it should be a fun evening uh, full of banter and revelry. And so, what we've been doing is we've been trying the nearest 100 proof. I know you're not a, a bourbon guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That one's from Tennessee. We were just talking about how that is an amazing bottle of bourbon from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. May I take a sip? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. 
So you're not you're not really a whiskey drinker. The the thing is, I don't know the difference between scotch and whiskey. I I like scotch. In particular, I like peaty scotch. The okay. the, the medicine, medicinal, yep. whatever that peat flavor yep. is, is what I like. So what do you think of that? That's that's pretty good. It's um. I know it doesn't caramely, have those, those qualities, but caramely, um, maybe some nuts in there. I don't know. I'm. It's good though. Oh, no. It's not bad. Yeah. Oh no. But I'm not a not much of a whiskey guy anyway. But. Yeah. Well, but thanks. I keep forgetting. Huh? As you just brought that up, I'm a little. Because I do have some scotch in my selection, as my friend here, Mr. Murray, and the Russian sorry, have brought me over some stuff. stuff. Okay. And um, so we do have some of those peaty flavors down in the old cowboy bar. Give that to her. That's her VIP. Oh, goodness. That's really put that on. Is that yours, Steve? That's mine. That's yours. Anyway. But no, primarily your go-to drink is the Miller Lite. Yes. Well, it's better than Bud Light, so I'm not mad at you, sir. Nice. You're Miller like guy. Yeah. All right, awesome. Well, I won't go that far with a Miller guy. But if I have to, you know. Right, right. Yeah. You know, usually there's this better is beer around. The everyday beer that I like to drink, but I know my beers very well. And the beers know you. Yes. You know, we all get used to uh, some sort of spirit that does you well and you can maintain and talk and enjoy without getting that's, a little on the slippery slope. 12 years, Sherry McCallum. I could probably yeah. sit and drink three bottles of that and we'd be talking just like this. Oh, now, should I God. stand up and walk away? Probably not. If I had four or five uh, double McCallums, right. you guys would be carrying me out. We I had just, three one night. I know. You know, so... See now, now I'm missing the, the the days when 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 it was kind of free flowing, when you can go to Costco and you get the the the, the one point seven five milliliter bottle of, of McAllen. It was the triple cast finish, and, and, and it was awesome. And that 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 was it was a low enough price point that that could be a daily drinker, and I loved it. Well, like everything. I wish our pay was going up the way the bourbon's going up, and our spirits. Well, I wish our pay was going up the way the bourbon goes down. That's the problem. <laughs> Whiskey goes away a lot faster than the time it takes you to get it. It just doesn't matter. It yeah, turns true. Around. True. So, bro, you're from Florida. Okay, yes. you live where you live in Florida now. Yes. Whiskey and cigars in Florida. Okay. So we know that we know, especially Benita Springs, where you're at. Right. Uh, you know, Naples right around the corner down the way. Naples, Lauderdale, um, and, and, and as well as we're talking about uh, niche, we should talk about Burn, which is oh, his, we, we should. That's, that's the Naples tie-in. Oh, yeah, that's there, his big gig down there. We always visit and do it up there. Man, they've got a late night music gig, uh, which gets nutty. But talk about that cigar place. <clears throat> it's like it is the biggest overall humidor I've ever seen as far as the store and what you oh, can buy. Oh, that's right. I mean, literally, it's about twice the size of this room. And uh, they've got it laid out really well, but they've got almost every cigar you can think of the, in there. The whole store is What's actually the, the humidor. 
I eat off the top. Of okay, well, wait, too much pressure. Maybe you'll. But it's 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 a vanita, and it's the large. It's it's huge, and then the entire store is a humidor. That's where I first got that. Anaconda. 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 That's a good cigar. I love it. I got some of my first timers down there. I got the especially Olivia V series down there. Oh, I didn't buy it there. I got it at the Cigar Hut on Fort, the Cigar Hut down on uh, Fort Myers Beach, right next right, to Lottie right, Kai. Right. I can't, I can't remember the name of it. I, I wish I, I oh, wish right. I remember. I can't remember. Why don't you guys explain to me what the difference is between a Scotch and a whiskey? I'll let Mark. America and Scotland. Oh, peat and no peat. No, not even that. Well, right. Scotch. So in, in, in Scotland, you have peat, peat moss. Right. And you have grain. That's how you make your whiskey. Right. Okay? Scottish whiskey is called Scotch. It's from Scotland. Okay. Okay? All right. American whiskey, you've got everything from fucking rye. We're much, bro. We use everything. Right, 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 right. You know, and that, that's that what sense. that is. Okay. That's like, anytime you see me type the word whiskey, it's W-H-I-S-K, parentheses E, parentheses Y. It's whiskey. Because oh. in Europe, whiskey is minus the E. In okay. Japan. I mean, Japan is minus the E. Australia, um, India, everywhere, everywhere. The continent of the United so, States. So is it with an E. So it is fair to say that all scotch is whiskey? Yes. But not all whiskey is scotch. scotch. All right. right. Okay. There you go. Okay. This all man right. is a genius. All right. Over I think there. Great. Now, look at that. Putting two and two together. That said, how if scotch is really whiskey in Scotland and whiskey is whiskey in America, why is vodka from Russia vodka and vodka is Tito's vodka in America? You know what I'm saying? If they're both the same. I don't think just... this podcast about whiskey and scotch. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, I, I don't think anyone's ever tried to lay claim to, to, to that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the I think the deepest thing you see is was... Tito's is Texas vodka. Right. Right. Well, I was just so they, to, yeah. That's it. Makes it makes all the perfect sense to me. They just call it Scott over. Not to mention the number one selling product in America. Spirit is Tito's. It's Tito's. Well, it's good vodka. Actually, sure. you know what? They are. I'm not. I'm. Of course, I. I guess I can say I don't. I, it's fair to say like I don't work for the brand, so I'm not trying to promote them. But, but, I have run Tito's events, and they they actually do some re- really good things. I mean, um, so one of the times, that, like I'm, I'm used to like setting up, you know, brand sponsored drinking events. And it's not hard to get people to show up and 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 and, and they just have a good time drinking, because that's what that's kind of what 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 the point is. Right. But Tito's uh, partnered with 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 with, with, with the homeless shelters here, so the first time I did a Tito's event, their their goal was 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 to raise money for not only to raise money for homeless shelters but also to um, to, to get to, to increase volunteerism in St. Louis. So. That's what they did. So with the event that I ran, the idea was, you show up and you work, you you, you put in eight hours working at the homeless shelter, and we'll reward you by throwing you a party on on the rooftop at the last hotel. So that's what we did. Wow. 
And there you have it. Yeah, there you go. That's vodka in a nutshell. There you go. Yeah. Well, Tito's is, is, is the shit, man. I Well, now that I know that there's really not much of a difference between scotch and whiskey. Well, you, you, can't, you can't say that. Right. Because there, there is a huge difference. Like, the funniest thing, I've said this a million times, when me and this guy met, we hung out and had drinks for probably three hours. And that's where, that's where the love for Heaven Hill came in, because we waxed off a bottle of six year. They was starting to, the label was changing colors have been sitting there so long. Wow. And we drank that. We and it was just like beans. a little white unicorn sitting up there. Yeah, and then it was I'm $6 like, a pour. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's, uh, let me share that with everybody. I think, uh, is Balvini a good whiskey? Is that whiskey? Am I correct? Scott? That's a Scott. That's a Scott. It's, sorry. It's, it's one, of, one of the, the best. Like, if you're, lo if you're looking for, a, there's two Scots that I would say up and down. I think that 18 years Sherry McCown is the best Scotch ever bottled. And I will argue that point to the damn dead. But there's two bottles that you can have on your shelf that you can buy. Now, scotch is always more expensive. It's important. Right? Oh, always. It's okay. annoying. Like, you, you can get a, a 12-year bottle, I'm talking about $76, where you can get, this bottle is 50 Most of, a lot, not most, a lot of what we drink on the podcast is $30 and lower. But we have some that are 203 wow. You know, but um, there's two scotch bottles. You take a 12-year Sherry McCallan and a 14-year Caribbean cast from Balvini. Caribbean? I haven't had that. That's good. But it's also, and I'll, I'll say this as, a, as, as, as somebody with a... As a, someone with a degree in geography, I'll tell you that, that this is where, like, geography matters. Where, where the climate in Scotland is totally different than, 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 than let's say, Kentucky. And, and 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 so the the, the impact of of, of, of the, the, the weather, the, the, the climate, the, the 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 heat, it makes a difference. And and so some 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 of the, the bourbon snobs will track where in the rickhouse that barrel was aged. And so you can find something. What I, what I've noticed is, and you guys can you guys will probably agree that there's that there's kind of a uh, an upper limit when it comes to bourbon. So when you start drinking like 25 year bourbon, it does it's it, it's not as enjoyable. Well, on that note, we love Heaven Hill. Love Heaven Hill. When Heaven Hill put out that 27 year oak aged Heaven Hill, I welcome this challenge. I've been doing this for two years now since the bottle dropped. Find me one good review about that bottle. Not a good comment, not a five star with no words, a good review. I will buy you a glass of it if someone has it. That bottle, when it was poured, what I learned with, with, because one thing about American whiskey, bourbon, whatever, there's that popping of the bottle, right? Because the proofing is so much higher, usually the first pour out of the bottle, the bottle is always the hottest. It's always, there's a lot of alcohol aroma because you're finally letting oxygen to the bottle. We talk about it all the time. Scotch whiskey, Irish whiskey, Japanese whiskey, Indian, none of, it doesn't do that because the proof is high enough. Right? That bottle, I had the first pour out of it at that location. 
I thought it tasted like dirt. It just it tasted like if you've ever taken charcoal and put it in, it tasted like charcoal. Right? And then as you read, then understanding came to be. You can't, it's like the best way to talk is wine, right? Right. If you have wine in a barrel for a hundred years, it's vinegar. <laughs> There's no hands ever buts about it. It's vinegar. If you leave a liquid in a charred barrel long enough, it's going to start absorbing the sulfides from the char. It's liquid. Liquid will go wherever it wants, whenever it wants. It's just a matter of how long it takes it to get there. You know, right? There's a rumor, and I don't know if it's true, we've read about it on a few spots, that when they opened those barrels, they were salt. Because the, the whiskey inside had grabbed so much of the wood, the staves were, were moving. And that was just a bad, it was a, it was a, a bad whiskey. It was abused, that one. Yeah, but on the other hand, I've never tasted a 27-year scotch that I would describe the same way. Dude, McAllen number six, okay? Number six is 41 years old. 39 days, eight, 39 years, eight months, and 17 days in the barrel. And it borrows a sherry cask. I'm sorry, no. Pedro Jimenez sherry barrel, okay? It's, 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 it's like candy. It's so sweet. So, it's, it's like the older scotch gets, the more cognac it gets. It's thicker. It's, it's it's just like when you look at a Dalmore King Alexander, you can't see through the bottle. <laughs> it, it, it's the liquid is purple, like you can't see through the bottle. That's where that geography thing comes. There's you know, you're looking at in Tennessee and Kentucky, you've got humid days at over 100 degrees. I think the hottest day on record in the past 200 years in Scotland was like 83. <laughs> You know, but the moisture content's different. Right. Things, things are different in certain locations. All right. Maybe I'll all right, all right, all right. Yeah. That is really good, though. Well, I'm finished with that ALR, and now I've just tagged into my bowl. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me hang for the All right. Well, of course. Well, thank you, my man. Let's get right Get over there and give her a like. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Of course, man. He unzipped his pants. Where are you going? I'm moving back around. Oh, all right. So we're here. We're hanging out. Uh, niche just arrived. He's here. He's filling up lighters. He's ready to get at it. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break here. Nish is here. Um, we're going to try and get him before this gets nuts. Um, I'll let the cowboy kind of do the intro drop off here. Um, we're going to have our next pour when we get back as well. And uh, so we'll be back in just a few minutes. You guys hang tight. Let's grab the girl. Alright guys, we're back. We're hanging out. Uh, Niche is here before we let him go. I know uh, the Cowboy wants to kind of talk about what we're drinking. Uh, let's talk about that and then uh, without any further ado, we're going to let the man go. This is awesome for me. Um, having met Rocky a number of times, knowing Rocky fairly well, um, to get to finally meet Niche. Dude, thank you again, brother. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome, man. I can't wait. Uh, so go ahead. Yeah. Urban. 
So, yes, sir. Coming down here uh, today, I, you know, we always do these big deals. I also tried uh, to bring something a little different. So tonight, in an old vintage bottle, which is beautiful, it's a Tom Moore. We brought very old Barton. Very old Barton is a hundred proof. And um, we'll talk more about him. But we got Nice here, and he's got to get back into his deal. More than that. So no, no, don't move. Further, dude. I met oh, this niece probably two years ago here at Stanley's. We've had some great pictures, some great times together. We've been down to Naples and visited Byrne and some of his other cigar bars they're involved with. But anyway, listen, Craft Imperial, we welcome you on this podcast. So tell us about what's going on. You're here in St. Louis. What's new and what's happening? You know, when you come to St. Louis, you got to come to my friend Patrick Sandwich's place, right? And uh, we were talking earlier, we were going to do something at Seven Gables back in March, and the whole COVID thing came, shut everything down. So I got to play a little, I got to play a little golf today, and uh, it's been great. We got a great event, ticketed event today. We're socially distancing, but hey, this is the cigar business, guys. Right, know? right. And yeah. uh, it's great to be here with you guys. You guys have some phenomenal whiskey I see in front of you, which I can't wait to try in a little bit. Well, like what we told you, we were uh, like our sign here. We try to pair up a couple bourbons with a couple great cigars and uh, talk about them. We don't have any scripts. We just taste them for what they are, and we get it out there. We try to have the, the, the best of the bourbons, and then we try to have uh, bourbons that are very good in value. Like we have a bib, underproof or better, that, uh, you know, because there's a lot of young cats that are with us, right, that maybe don't have, can't spend two or three hundred on a damn bottle. Well, or a, $20 on a cigar. Yeah, and not only that, there's so many great bourbons out there. Me, myself, I'm just getting into bourbons. I'm a big whiskey drinker, scotch whiskey drinker. Right. But I don't know about all the various bourbons. There's so many great, inexpensive bourbons out there. Yeah. Well, and that's where, that's where um, I, I joke with, on our website, there's a, there's a link there that, that we're, it's like every week we're listing a new bottle that's $26 or less. And it's, I mean, it's its some of the juice from the same uh, families, for lack of a better word, that are producing these four, five, six, seven thousand dollar bottles. So let me ask you this, and I might be butchering the name, Everett something green. Uh, Everett here is great. Yeah. Yeah, that bottle is right, right here. Okay, so I didn't know about this, right? I was at Burn. And uh, one of my good friends, he's a lawyer up in D.C., he's a big scotch guy, big bourbon guy. He was telling me about this. The price point's great. He said, this juice is amazing. Amazing. I haven't tried it yet. And then, right after that, two or three people came in trying to order this. But it's tough to get right now, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not everywhere, in, but you can get right, luckily, luckily in Missouri, Illinois, I even think Indiana. So in Missouri, there are still nine living relatives of Evernearest Green. Still alive. Um, one of which we think will be here tonight that we're introduced you guys. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to make one statement. This cigar that Nice just handed me, when we were coming here tonight, I talked about the winter collection all week. I saw it posted. I saw, I think, Half Wheel got one. 
Um, I'm partial to Half Wheel, and a lot of people are whatever. Um, but I was, I came in here, saw the table, looked for it, and I looked at you, and I went, damn. Well, he just Niche walks over here and hands me a winter collection. So, thank you very much, man. I'm, I'm very excited about this. You know, it's smoking great, but I tell you what's even smoking better. Totally different edge of the spectrum. This is our 25 years in business. So we came out with a cigar called Quarter Century that my brother's been working on for many years. After that cigar was rolled, it was put away under lock and key. We took Cigar Aficionado there. We took... Uh, Cigar snob there to look at it, and did Marvin smoke one? Or did you see, you it? know what? He just saw it, but he smoked one now. And they love it. Yeah, because they've gotten it totally different. The quarter century is medium body. It's unlike anything we've ever made, but the retro is amazing and a lot of sweetness. Nice, nice. Well, I want to talk more about this because I'm, I'm taking someone high. I did. We'll get into that. Um, so you mentioned burn. We've all been to burn. We know burn. Um, can, can you emphasize a little bit in the burn? Let's talk about anyway. If you know Rocky Patel, that uh, you know, you know Niche. Niche is. Uh, I, I've wanted to meet you personally for a long time. I know Don just met you quite a few times. Uh, let's talk about burn. All right. So uh, we've got five burn locations right now. The first one that we opened up, we wanted a place to go smoke and hang out, right. close to corporate. So we got a great location, and that's actually our smallest burn out of all of them. Naples? Naples. So Naples is about 3,400 square feet. And uh, it's got that vibe. You know, we cater to the women. Yeah. 60% women. We have live music. Everybody dances after 10, 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. But move a lot of cigars through there just people walking in walking out and we also do a lot of like bourbon tasting scotch tastings with a smaller brew you know things like that so it's been a lot of fun and then after that we opened up Pittsburgh now Pittsburgh is 7,500 square feet it's got two bars one on the outside patio one on the inside and it's also got a full kitchen so, but it's got also it's got kind of that vibe that Naples has, but not quite the same, but different vibe. Then we opened up Oklahoma City, which it's opened up right next to a Top Golf, but there's nothing around it. You know, it's beautiful, but it doesn't have a vibe. And then Atlanta, the new baseball stadium. I'm gonna go live on our Instagram. Indy, which Will you hold favorite. the phone? Indianapolis is 7,500. And that's up and running out too? That's and that's only what? It's live. Just hold it. That's not far at all. Definitely want to get just hold it. It's live. That's got two bars. And just hold it. It's got a great bourbon, whiskey menu on it. And it's, it's amazing. That place is amazing. Indianapolis is gorgeous. Well, we'll take your group when we're done. Oh, we're, we're live on our Instagram. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So the other cool thing is, is I told you that I've been to Burn Love. It's almost got like a Moroccan feel to yeah. it, man. I mean, and you were right. After 10, it's bumping. Bumping. Crazy. Anyway, another cigar bar I, I know you guys are involved with is Eric Fort Myers. Yes, the world-famous cigar bar. One of my favorites, awesome. maybe my favorite. Rich Castellano is a very close friend of ours. Yeah. I go to that one quite a bit. I love it. So, it's, it's, it's got all three locations. Here. He's got 
got three locations now. And they're all different, and, but it's all old school. It's pretty cool. Remember the first time I went in there and it got that like a little electrostatic uh, lighter? Yep, that yep. old school thing the on laser. there. And uh, it's just got a nice homey feel to it. And uh, the people who are there and run it always make you feel welcome. And then, whether it's locals or whatever, every time I've gone in there with my wife, Janine, and my brother down there, because of course he lives real close there, we've always had a great time. Great time. That's actually my local hangout. Yeah. Well, well again, I have to mean you talked about it before. We're gonna hoping to get down there and get hit to that because that's a cool. Well, next time you guys come down, give me a heads up. Will do, we man. Will. Um, again, speaking of partnering, didn't uh, Rocky Patel didn't the company hook up with Fox? Fox Cigar Bar. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And is that, so, that is that a burn location no, or is that a, a Rocky Lounge? Rocky Lounge. Okay. So both the Gilbert location and Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah. Are Rocky Lounge. Nice. Well, I'll be. I'm gonna be in Scottsdale. Right after Christmas, so I'll tell you what—that is probably the biggest whiskey and bourbon list I've seen in any cigar bar around the country. Really? He used to own liquor stores, uh, Mitchell Fox, so he's got a phenomenal, at least whiskey selection. All right. Well, yes, we'll have to go there too. We were wanting one of the things we wanted to do is to travel a little bit here and there, but because of this COVID, uh, we've been kind of slow uh, the last four months. We're hoping to get back going. But. Yeah, our, our 2020, the past three months, we had actually kind of half-assed mapped out this, you know, do the bourbon trail, go up the match, you know, go into Tennessee, go to Crown Heads, go, you know, do all these things. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm, me and John, John and I are good friends, close friends. Ooh, John Hoover is a great guy. Mike Connors. Mike? I'm very close to Mike. Are you really? Nice. We go golfing with him and we're good friends and stuff like that, so we're very close to those guys. Yeah, and we wanted to do this whole travel, you know, like this, you know, we weren't going to get a, a RV or anything, but we were going to... Yeah, we'll do you know, craft beer on the road and kind of bounce up and have fun and, and the COVID so, cut it down. So I know, that's down. what sucks. You know, I went to a new cigar bar in Wisconsin, outside of Madison, Wisconsin, in Monona. It's called uh, Tasting Room. My first rendition was a small, kind of like a uh, shithole, right? Okay, yeah. The new location is amazing. It's a full cigar bar. They're under these condominiums and they have boat slips. You can come in your boat to the cigar bar. It's really cool. Fireplaces outside. But it's got that Wisconsin chill. You know right, what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty cool place. So if you guys are ever that way, check it out. We'll have to. So tonight what um obviously we're featuring the new bowl. Yeah. Okay. We we had a we had a good talk about that. I think even even I'm not going to speak for the man, but even we agreed that first one was, uh, it, let's say, rush. and way, way, way too much, you know? Right. And uh, after training this bowl down, it's got so much more complexity to it. It's uh, And it changes. There's a lot more chocolate, coffee notes to it, you know? And it's one of my favorite smokes right now. But I'm also tonight taking pre-orders for a winter blend and quarter century. Right. What's the release date of quarter century? Today. Oh. <laughs> okay. So what happened was I've got 300 boxes of each size that came in. I've got another 2,500 coming in September 1st. 
The reason being, my brother changed the inside. It had wine stock on the inside, didn't blame it. So we redid the whole box. That's what's taking off. Uh, packaging. Damn it. Damn marketing. That's all right. We're cool. Um, go. Winter's shipping right now. Oh yeah, winter's smoking right now, guys. This thing is. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to smoke a bunch of it. See that? Tonight is going to be cut. This is the cigar I came in for. That's the winter collection. Pre-orders are going on today. A gift from Nice. Amazing, man. Amazing. Buzz when you come in town. You know what happened? A lot of the regulars. That's all right. I'll see. Well, the connection's low, too. It sucks. It does. We're back. We're going to have to do what we can do. Man, we're looking forward to it. Well, man, we really appreciate you sitting in with us, and oh, hopefully we're going to get a chance to see you many, many, many more times. Absolutely. It's always great. It's great meeting you. You too. We're going to have, we'll have some good talk time, man. Thank you so much. I speak myself. I don't want to keep you away from it. Hey, I'll be popping back and forth. I know. So please say, say whatever you want on your way out. You know what? This is awesome. More people should be doing podcasts like you guys are doing it, because you guys are not going by the playbook and saying, oh, this is what this is about. You guys are actually tasting it yourself and giving them your opinions. It's yeah, somebody it's, else's, yeah, which is huge. Good. Right, well, and, and we do it that way because, you know, we've all got long, I mean, I've been, I've, I've been doing this for 21 years, right? right? He's been doing it 20 at least. Plus. He's been in it at least 10. Um, and, and we've made it a valid point. Like, we've had people sit in with us on the podcast. You know, like, um, our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge in Chesterfield. Um, we have people come in and actually watch us when we're sitting there. By the way, let me tell you about Lit. I met the owners from Lit at Iron Indianapolis. Brian and Dana. Yes. And uh, I promised them that when I come down here, I will go see them. And they sent me one on Instagram, and I gotta get back to them because Patrick kidnapped me. So right. I never had a rental car, so I never made it there for GI, but I am gonna come back. Awesome guys, awesome place, I heard great things. My rep will tell me great things about it, so I can't wait to And I'll tell you what, so I owe him an apology. Well, we'll send him some pictures to make him feel just. That's what we do to each other. It's funny. You let Will know the next time you see him that he's one of the best damn reps in the business. All right. I am not going to tell him that because okay. I need to bring him down a couple of miles. Yeah, well, actually, I actually believe he is one of the best. And he loves cigars, he's a people person. Tell him to deflate because he can't be as strong as me. There you go. He'll know exactly he's who he's talking about. He'll know crazy. exactly who he's talking about. Uh, yeah. I will. Uh, well, Nish, no. thank you, man. Thank um, you again. I would like, if we can, let's get a picture at some point. Yeah, please. Absolutely. Now, maybe next time we can do that. But we get, this is our new uh, our, our podcast sign here that we have. And we're presenting this to uh, Stanley tonight. He's going to put it up here. We've got one at Lit, so we'd love to do maybe this at Lit when you come back in. And you know what? When you guys are down at Burn, maybe we'll do a podcast from there. Love it. We would absolutely love it. If we get because I know it's going to get crazy, maybe we get a picture real quick of all of us. See if I can get Patrick over with this sign because we're giving it to him. You want me to bring him over? Yeah, let's get him over. We'll take a picture and then we'll be done. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Before we say goodbye, we're going to get a picture real quick. All right, guys, we're back. That's going to be the podcast uh, for the night, man. Um, 
There might be a special kind of pop-up. I'm going to leave the setup up. Um, if we can get the Ernest Green family in here, that'd be really good. Um, it's going great. Nish was here. I hope everyone enjoyed it from the Viking. That was utterly amazing. Uh, this winter collection, guys, I hope that your tobacconist orders this cigar. Uh, absolutely amazing. So I'm going to let the, the Mad Russian give his piece, and then the Bourbon Cowboy will take us out. All right. Say what's up, man. Hey, this is actually a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that we're here. This actually turned out to be better than I expected. I'm, I'm... It worked out timing-wise, too, because it's about ready to get butt-ass crazy in here. But I would like to say a shout-out to Stanley's and Patrick and family down here. All these guys treat us well. And we're happy to have our podcast sign up in the bar. And uh, listen, man, from all of us here, this is the Bourbon Cowboy. Giddy up. That's Craft of Pure, everyone. We're out. Cheers.